Hello and welcome to Lionheart Podcast. This is Wednesday in the Word and we are continuing our study in James chapter 1. We will be starting in verse 19. So Lord, we just thank you for your word. We ask that you just give us insight and wisdom, God, and we just thank you for it. And we ask that you bless this reading in Jesus' name. Amen. So again, we're going to be starting at verse 19 of James chapter 1. If you can, open up your word and read with me. And if not, just, just listen, take notes, whatever works for you. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. So, okay, I don't know about you when I'm in a confrontation or an argument. Um, I don't really want to hear what the other person has to say. And it's wrong. You know, that's the wrong way to be. But a lot of times we're kind of just like, ah, no, like I, I, I want to say something or you want to interrupt it. But this is saying, make sure that you are swift to hear. Make sure you're quick to listen to what somebody has to say. And then, you know, right after that says, and slow to speak, because what, what we want to do the opposite, right? We don't want to listen, and we want to make sure we talk, and we say something. And often when we do that, we're saying something rash or something that we don't mean, and we're just kind of saying it in the moment. I don't know if you guys deal with that. I definitely deal with that, um, where I'm not, you don't, you're not, you don't have clarity of mind. Um, and then it says for the, for a slow to wrath. So you don't want to be quick to get angry. You don't want to just, um, you know blow up, you know, or you don't want to, um, have it take over, you know, your mind and then it takes over what you're saying. So again, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. And why? For wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Anger. I feel like, and maybe it's just me. I don't know, but I feel like anger opens up the door to so much sin, uh, all different sin issues. I feel like when we are angry, we are showing that we have, we have lost control. And when we lose control, you know, we often, say something sinful or even do something sinful. And it's just, it's just an unhealthy thing, both spiritually, but also mentally and physically. So I feel like anger can be so detrimental. Um, so let's continue to 21. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. I actually really like this verse. And it's kind of interesting because when I was looking it up, um, I like to use the Blue Letter Bible app because you can look into like the original language and just, you know, cross references, all different things. It's a really good app if you don't have it. Um, Overflow of wickedness. I think it was like (laughs) in King James version, it was like the superfluity of naughtiness. So I don't know why I thought thought that was kind of amusing, but it's an interesting way of just thinking of that differently. Instead of overflow of wickedness, it was superfluity of naughtiness. Um, And receive with meekness. The meekness is like humility. Receive with humility the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Humility with the implanted word, I think of somebody who has put that word in you. Maybe somebody like a pastor or a friend who's ministered to you. Um, I kind of think of that with this verse, like, because it's talking about before that, like, you know, being swift to hear and slow to speak, slow to anger. And then it says, like, to lay, to lay aside all this stuff and, and to be humble to receive the implanted word, which is able to save your soul. So I do think about those people that have ministered to others and, um, you know, have just shared the faith. And maybe they've ignored it. Maybe they have put their, maybe they have gotten angry over it or they have let their pride get in the way. But this is saying to receive it with meekness. You are not better than the word. You were never, you will never be better than God. You'll never be better than the word. The word is perfect. So to lay that all aside and, and receive that word, which is able to save your soul. It is able to give you life. You know, how, how awesome is that? That we have that word and we can receive life if we choose to believe the word. Verse 22, but be doers of the word 
and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer in the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. So I first want to share that um, with this verse. It had to be like 10 years ago, at least, um, that God gave me this weird dream. Um, and it wasn't very detailed. It wasn't very long, but I knew what it meant. And I was like, it was in my old apartment that I had. And I think my son was just born. I'm pretty sure he was there. And he was less, definitely less than a year. So it was around 10 years ago. And, um, I walked into my bathroom in the dream and I looked in the mirror and I couldn't recognize myself. And I knew it was God speaking to me that I was not in my word enough that I had forgotten. I forgotten what I look like, that I have this faith, right? But I need to not just be a hearer, but a doer of the word. And I, 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 it's just, it was very, I don't know. It really stuck with me that I needed to be in my word and I needed to be applying the word more in my life. So I just wanted to share that part. Um, the other thing is just that, you know, I think of the being, being a hearer, uh, being a doer, not just a hearer. I think of like an example would be if I said, I am a great artist. I love art. I am an artist. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, that's awesome. Can I see some of your art? And I'm like, I don't have any. And I have no art to show you. Well, what would you probably think? You'd be like, this person's either crazy or they're lying. I don't know. I think of it similar, you know, to this description of being um, here only and not a doer. Because people, you know, we say we have faith, right? We say we have this, we know this word, right? But then we don't actually act it out. We don't do anything with it. So if I'm like, yeah, I'm an artist. But then you see no art of mine. What kind of, what kind of, what am I showing? What am I showing to people? Um, not, and, but not even just people, but it says, it's really important, you know, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. And, and that's a really important part to point out because we could deceive ourselves. We're hearing all the Bible and we could be like, yeah, I believe it, you know, I, I take it on board. But then not doing anything to actually walk my walk out walking my my life out with God, then I'm deceiving myself. I'm thinking that I'm doing the right thing when I'm not, you know. So, you know, where do you guys stand on this? Please, please feel free to share, you know, with me, like, you know, where you're from, where, you know, where, where it is that you're listening to, um, from, and also just like what you think about this. Are you, do you have a hard time with this? Are you mostly somebody who listens and takes in the word, but then just doesn't really live it out? Um, I would love to hear from you guys. I also wanted to share that, faith, right? We we have faith, but does faith have actions? It needs to, yes. And I, I wanted to connect this verse in Hebrews, well, not a verse, a chapter, Hebrews 11, where we saw that faith, faith had action. Faith was not just something where you're like, yeah, I have faith, and then not show it. In Hebrews 11, it says, by faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of, was, of things with godly fear, built this ark. By faith, Abraham obeyed and was called out to the place which he would receive an inheritance. By faith, Sarah uh, herself also received strength to conceive seed and she bore a child. We, we see all, you know, and it goes on and on for Isaac and Jacob and Joseph and Moses. 
by faith. Their faith took action. And that's what showed their true character. So I just wanted to share that, that, you know, it's so important as believers, not only for ourselves, which is really important, you know, um, but for others to see also that that faith is lived out. So, okay, we're going to continue on. Uh, Verse 26. If anyone among you thinks he's religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. (laughs) Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. So my question is to you, do you have a hard time bridling, controlling your tongue? I think we all know that like, if we know somebody and they just kind of spew things out at the mouth, maybe they have bad language, maybe they just gossip, maybe they say things angrily or hurtful, it really changes how you see that person. It, it, our tongue, like we know, and it goes on further in James later, our, our, our tongue is so powerful. Our words are so powerful and it will change the way that you're seen. And it just changes the way you are in general. So I wanted to know if you guys have a hard time with this. Is, are your words, uh, you know, do you have, do you struggle with saying things and, and it affecting, you know, your walk with God? Because it says like, if you can't bridle your tongue, your religion is useless. I mean, how much stronger can that get? That if you cannot control what you say, your religion is useless. I mean, it's so serious. And not only that, but, you know, now we're getting clarification here that actually pure religion is what? We show, God shows us, it's that love. It is visiting orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep yourself unspotted from the world. So we're supposed to be out there showing our religion, showing our love. And those are the two things that, you know, well, three, but the orphans and widows. I don't know if that's stuff that you guys do, but it can be hard to do that because one, I feel like unfortunately in the world we live in today, it's hard to, to visit orphans because <laughs> just the way our society is, they make that complicated. But, um, I mean, you you could definitely try to be a mother or father figure to those who don't have parents that love them or treat them right. Um, that's something that we could definitely do to show God's love. And widows, you know, um, we can we definitely can visit widows. If you know somebody who is a widow, absolutely, you know, go visit them. You know, ask them if they need anything. If they're not a believer, share the faith with them. I think that is really important. And then lastly, the keeping oneself unspotted from the world not letting the world make you dirty. Don't let the world put its spots on you where now you can see that you are part of the world. We have to be separated. If we're not separated, what, you know, what good are we? We need to be the light. We need to be the soul. We can't look like the rest of the world. The rest the world is evil and full of sin. We need to be light. We need to show who God is. We need to show who Jesus is. And by doing that, then our faith, our faith is, is working itself out. Our faith is showing and, and we are pleasing God by doing that. So absolutely, please send me an email. Let me know what you guys think, your thoughts on the word. Um, and I pray that it has, you know, drawn you closer to God. It will draw you closer to God. It will make you think throughout the week about um, just applying these things or, or helping you to grow in these things. I know I need it and I think a lot of us do. So God bless you guys and I will talk to you on Sunday.